Welcome to the Character Chronicles, the People Show. Checking the Post for Rescue Nation brought to you by X Cancer. Check them out at xcancer.com. Ladies and gentlemen, if you hadn't heard, the Huskers got a commitment from the top number one player in the transfer portal, coveted pass rusher out of TCU, who's going to be coming to the University of Nebraska, O'Shawn Mathis, 6'5, 250 pounds. Second, I did a gut reaction, so I'm not going to talk a bunch about him specifically, but two times second team All Big 12, 12 and a half career sacks. Admittedly, only had. A limited number of sacks a season ago. That very, very, very much could have been due to how TCU used him. A lot of sports writers have flat out said, had we had him a year ago, we probably would have won this game, this game, this game, and they listed him out. I don't want to get cuckoo crazy, but I am going to tell you this right now. I was a high school quarterback. I was much higher recruited as a high school quarterback. Nebraska flat out told me I wasn't good enough to play there as a defensive end, but I like hitting people. I love defense, blue collar, in your face, smash mouth, bruises, can't walk right for the first 90 minutes when you wake up because you've been hitting people. I walked away from playing quarterback because I love defense and I love the X's and O's. Hey, math is easy, right? It's really not. But, especially when they start putting the English language into it, aka algebra, but I love this stuff. So I will try to remain calm. But I do get excited about the potential of what Eric Chenander can do on the X's and O's now that he's got some weapons. Because we have not only one, but two guys who could potentially be all-conference type pass rushers, type players on this Husker team. Now, we haven't had one in almost a decade. You look at a guy like Garrett Nelson, 6'3", 245, Caleb Tanner, okay? A guy who's projected to start and who looks good. Now he's got to fight to get on the field, fight to earn a starting job, just like O'Shawn Mathis, 6'3", 225. And you got some young studs. Can they step up? Can they get in a certain nickel and speed package situations to get after the quarterback? I'm going to tell you right now, Jamari Butler, 6'5", 245. He's a young freshman. When I watched him, he's the most physically gifted pass rusher we have right now. Watch out for him in the future. Hopefully they can develop him quicker and sooner rather than later. All right, and I've seen talented guys like that who've developed and some who haven't. I want to watch him specifically. Blaze Gunnerson, 6'5", 255. Okay, freshman as well. Nebraska Scout Team Player of the Year. Keep an eye on those guys. And back to Jamari Butler, he actually reminds me of uh, Barry Turner from his freshman year when he was a freshman All-American, and he came in in nickel situations. All right, so here's some of the things you can do when you have multiple pass rushers. Because up until now, Chenander's been pretty limited. Okay, now that you've got multiple potential pass rushers, there's different defenses you can run. This is called an over-defense. Okay, and to be clear, these are all pass rush type situations. Because I would never put O'Shawn Garrett and uh, Caleb all on the field at once if it's like first to second down running type situation, unless you got them at the backer situation. But a lot of these guys are edge rushers, defensive end type guys. If you're in a 3-4, they're outside backers. But I'm thinking getting after the quarterback. Blitzes. Okay, because when you put them, if you put these guys on the line, you start to get a little small, which is okay. When we were at the Rams, we had Leroy Glover, 285. Leonard Little was 250. We had James Hall, who was 260. I was the big guy at 290, and we played the Cowboys, who O-line averaged 365 pounds that year with Leonard Davis, Andre Giroud at center, and we blitzed them all over the place. We did not play them straight up, and we kicked the crap out of them because they were so confused. So this is about, not necessarily base defenses, this is about bringing people from everywhere. And then all of a sudden you line up straight and you you get after the quarterback. So this is not, you know, first and 10. This is not second and three. This is like a third and five, third and eight, third and 10. If you're playing Wisconsin and it's third and four, you might not do this or Iowa or Michigan. But if you're playing Purdue or Illinois or Penn State and you get in those third down pass rush situations, that's where things get exciting. So this is pass rush type situations. This is an over defense. Wide nine, three technique. 
He's in the A-gap. You got a backside five. So if you got two tights, most teams always have one tight end and five linemen. Now they might come out in 23 personnel, which is, or 21 personnel, which is two backs, one tight end, or 13 personnel, which is one back, three right wide receivers, or maybe they'll come out in 12 personnel, one back, two tight ends. It doesn't matter. Almost every team's going to come out in some form of this, and then they vary off of this. So that's your typical over defense. You can do all sorts of blitzes out of this if you want to. All right. You can stunt this three technique across. You can bring a backer off his butt. All right. You can stunt the end in. You can bring a, a safety, a corner. You can roll the coverage, and you can come outside of him. Okay. You can do a bunch of other things. You can stunt this guy out. You can have him half contained. You can have a backer up the middle. All right. Maybe this guy goes here. Maybe this guy crosses the center's face. Maybe this guy goes wide open. You're leaving two gaps wide open. Nope. All of a sudden, your Mike backer comes here. All of a sudden, your Sam comes here. You can do all sorts of different things. And then you just roll the coverages or you can go man to man based on what you prefer in the back end. But you can confuse these people and imagine, imagine like Ty Robinson right here. Okay. Ty Robinson's big dude, 6'6", 305. If you want some bigger bodies, because you can put Mathis here, you could put Caleb Tanner here, you could put Garrett Nelson here. You could put Garrett here potentially because he's a weight room warrior, but he's a little light and you're going to need to stunt and move him, okay, just in case they do run the ball. But if you're looking for some bigger body type guys who are options that have potential to step up, Mosiah Newsom, 6'4", 285, Colton Feist, this might shock some people, a little under the radar, but a vocal leader, an upperclassman, a junior, 6'2", 280. You can do all sorts of different stunts. Now, admittedly, under's more of a run defense, but you can do a long stick stunt, which is where you one, two gap blitz, this guy's going to cross the center's face. This guy's going to ricochet off the tackle for contain. Now you drop this end. And now your Sam Backer, who's probably here, can be coming outside for contain. Your Mike can be coming off this end's butt. And then you're rolling the coverage or your man-to-man. -man. This could be a strong safety. Okay, and maybe your Sam drops into the flats here. There's so many things you can do to confuse these guys in the appropriate situations. Again, we're not talking run, and run downs or run situations. We're talking getting after the quarterback and getting off the field on third down, which Nebraska's defense needs to get better at and our offense needs to get better at converting. But this is why third downs are the money down. So nickel, this is where things get fun. This is your speed package. Now, typically, you're getting in pass rush type stances, pass rush alignment. So this is like what we call a wide nine. If you had another tight end out here, he'd get outside the tight end. If it's just a tackle, you get wide. This guy's in a three. You, you can go two, three techniques, which is between the guard and tackle, but you are leaving that A gap, those A gaps wide open. So sometimes you line up on the inside eye of the guard called a two eye. Now you can do all sorts of blitzes here as well. You can do this guy stunting out. He's coming here. And now maybe your two inside backers, your linebackers, okay, maybe they're boom. Now that center's got a decision to make. Now you've got one, two, three, four defenders on one, two, three guys. Now you're counting on a running back on offense to pick up a big bodied backer or a D lineman or somebody like that. So most of the stuff, when you're talking about pass rush type situations, is out of that nickel. Now you can line up a million different ways, but it's typically going to be a wide nine, a wide end. If you want to, you can put this three technique right there. You can put, and now you got your backers, okay? Or if you want to bring a safety or whoever. So I talked about them both hitting the A-gap. So now these tackles can stun inside. Boom, boom. Now your backers are coming off their butt. 
boom. It's the same four on three with a running back having to pick up somebody type scenario, but now you're stunting in with the tackles, backers coming off their butts. Or the other thing you can do, you can put these tackles in these A-gaps, you can stunt them out, and now the backers are coming inside. Boom. And then you're just letting your ends rush free, man-to-man, one-on-one. There's so many different things you can do. I've never done a video like this on defense because we haven't had the weapons to where you could really do stuff like this, which is exciting, okay? So now let's get in that same wide three. Like this is third and 10, just to be clear. All right, you can let these guys go one-on-one. They're just going to rush these tackles one-on-one, work an edge, okay? Now these ends, maybe they stun inside, okay? Maybe your Sam Backer blitzes outside. Your Will Backer blitzes outside. Okay. Now, to be clear, you're bringing a lot of guys. So you got to roll coverages. You got to cover guys man to man. But if you get there quickly, it can happen. Now, think about guys like Caleb Tanner, O'Shawn Mathis, Garrett Nelson. Maybe Garrett Nelson. Maybe Mathis. Maybe Garrett here if you're truly trying to stump. Maybe it's Ty Robinson. Maybe it's some of these other guys I've talked about. If you're going to go small, you're going to have to be fast. You're going to have to be creative. Now, some of my favorite things, if I'm being honest, okay, we'll go the two eye here since we're not going to blitz on this particular one, okay? So let's say you've done all these blitzes. Now these backers are creeping up and they're they're doing bluff or cloud or whatever the, the particular call is. And they're going to blitz and all of a sudden they're going to drop. Now you've got Garrett Nelson one-on-one with a guard who's not as athletic as a tackle. Now you've got O'Shawn Mathis out here. Now you've got Caleb Tanner with great speed at 225 here. You've got Ty Robinson probably going to get double teamed. But if set, this center all of a sudden gets confused because now nobody's blitzing, now who do I get? Maybe it ends up one-on-one. You can also do some tackle end stunts. So you don't always have to blitz the house all the time. So this tackle... Maybe it's Ty Robinson gets head up, okay? So if you do a, a TE stunt, tackle end, the tackle's going to eventually loop out to contain. He's going to ear hole, okay? And maybe the tight end's gone. Maybe they went five wide. He's going to ear hole this tackle. Bam! So the tackle's watching that end. Bam! I get hit inside from this guy, and then the end comes underneath, and the tackle loops to contain. So this guy's going to ear hole this tackle, this end's going to come up field, draw the tackle up field, boom, you're getting ear hold. This end now loops underneath, boom, and he gets contained. Now you're confusing the old line, but you're dropping everybody. So you don't always have to blitz all the time. So that's a TE, tackle end stunt. You can also do an ET, end first, tackle second stunt. So now... Okay, you can go three technique, you can go one technique in the A-gap, you can go head up, whatever you want to do. I'll go head up here. Again, imagine Garrett Nelson, O'Shawn Mathis, Caleb Tanner. If you want to go with just straight speed, I'd probably go Mathis, Tanner, Nelson, Robinson. Okay, so now this is end tackle, E-T. So now the end's going to take one step, come underneath, air hole the guard, boom, draw that tackle. Now the tackle's going to draw the guard's block, then the end ear holes him, the I'm sorry, the guard, okay? And then this defensive tackle is going to loop out to contain. And guess what? You didn't have to blitz anybody. There's so many freaking things you can do. It is so much fun.
When you have the weapons to do things on offense, people get excited. I don't think they realize when you have the weapons on defense exactly what you can do. All right, let's go to a 30 defense, which is 3D linemen. Okay, I'll put the tight end out here. It doesn't matter. So now you're head up, and now these ends can be anywhere. Okay, because you got 3D linemen, a nose and two ends. All right, tackle, just to keep it consistent. Tackle, your ends can be here. Okay, and you're going to need some bigger bodies if you're going four backers. Your ends can be here. Okay, and now you've got a backer. Okay, backer. Again, this could be your four speed guys. This could be Nelson, Mathis, who am I forgetting? Tanner, maybe Jamari starts playing really well. And some of the guys are going to have to drop. They can't pass rush all the time. But now all of a sudden, this end comes underneath. This backer comes outside. Okay, maybe on this side, this end, okay, maybe the backer shoots through here, hits that tackle, the end comes underneath, and the backer shoots out for contain. You can do the same thing on both sides. You can mix it up. Maybe... I've seen this before, and you need an athletic nose. These backers get in the gap. So you got a backer right here, a backer right here, and this nose pre-snap. They hit the gap, and maybe this nose just drops and covers the middle right there. Or maybe the backers are there, and they drop out, and now this nose is one-on-one -on -one with the center because hopefully you've drawn the guard's block. There's so many things you can I can't even draw up everything you can do without doing like a whole 50-minute video, which, by the way, would be all right with me. But... The last thing I want to describe, just because it's fun, we call this our Denver defense. When teams go empty, bring, bring, bring people. So here's what we would do. Our ends would actually go here, tackle, tackle, end. Then we bring a backer, backer, and it all depended on what the offensive lineman did. If this old lineman blocks down on the end, he's going to drop into coverage. This guy comes off the edge. If he blocks the backer, okay, now the backer is going to drop and the end is going to come inside. Same thing here. Guard blocks down on the tackle. Now the end's going. Okay? And the tackle's going to drop. If the guard blocks the end, now the tackle's going. All right? If the tackle blocks, I'm sorry, the center blocks this tackle, the tackle drops. And this tackle would go. All right? If the tackle blocks this backer, he's going to drop. Now this end goes. If the tackle folds down on the end, now the end's going to drop and the backer goes. We kill teams with this. I've never seen this blocked because it's six on five at the snap of the ball. And essentially, if you get blocked, you drop. But now you've occupied that blocker. You got him outnumbered six to five, so you drop. So now you're in coverage. You took away a blocker, but now you've got another guy coming who isn't being blocked. We call that Denver. All right. I tried to keep the video short. First of all, let me know if you got any questions. I hope that wasn't too confusing. I tried to go fast. But do me a favor. Hulk smash that like button if you're excited about what Eric Chenander can do with the pieces that he now has to the puzzle of his defense. Smash that like button. How can you not smash it? And also comment. I'm going to put out that Coach Osborne interview. All right. The plan is later this week, probably on Thursday, talking about the day-by-day -day documentary looking back at the 90s. The, not just the wins, but the behind-the-scenes stuff that they had to overcome. All right, comment and let me know how excited you are for that. And some people are going to be like, oh, why are we talking about the 90s again? It's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. It's pretty cool. Until next time, Husker Nation, go big, red nose, remember. Don't the
This show is brought to you by X Cancer. Join the fight at XCancerStore.com and support your loved ones, your neighbors, and cancer fighters all over the world and help them gain access to revolutionary treatments. XCancerStore.com has a wide variety of t-shirts and merchandise supporting a wide variety of cancer battles so you can show off the colors that matter. Proceeds from each purchase not only help those at home, but also cancer fighters in Tanzania, Africa. Check them out at XCancerStore.com.